You're listening to Salmon Farming Inside and Out, a podcast series brought to you by Aquaculture North America. This podcast is sponsored by Merck Animal Health. Together, we can ensure welfare and sustainability for aquatic species. Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast series where we explore and discuss topical issues, interesting topics, and the most recent developments on salmon farming in Canada. I'm Marilyn de Guzman. And I'm Ian Roberts. We hope that uh, you join us as we engage industry leaders and experts in the salmon farming field in engaging and no-holds-barred discussions. Right. So let's, Ian, let's talk about, um, you know, this is our very first episode and we thought we might be a good idea to give our listeners sort of a background on why we decided to launch this podcast, um, you know, in cooperation with Aquaculture North America. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great idea, obviously, um, you know, salmon farming on the East Coast and, and the West Coast of Canada and, and in America, in, in the U.S., is, is an important industry in those coasts. And I don't know of another podcast or another series that has really given the space and time unedited, uncensored, free-flowing conversation about salmon farming you know, we're four or five decades into when it first became a thing in Canada. Um, and I think it's about time to explore the history and, and see where we are today and see where we might be in the future. It's an exciting conversation. And hey, everybody's podcasting nowadays. So we may as well join the uh, the rest of the podcasters and, and do the same about salmon farming. So I'm excited about the opportunities and the guests that we may be having on this program. It's, it's, it's going to be fun. Right. I, I agree. Definitely salmon farming has um, really been in the forefront of um, any discussions on global food security, um, you know, sustainability and, and all those things. And really looking forward, as you said, to delving deeper into some of those uh, topics as we, you know, progress through the po- podcast. So you're the director of communications at Maui. Uh, you know, Maui is the largest producer of Atlantic salmon. What interests you the most about salmon farming? Well, I go back to why I started in the business. I mean, I made a decision in the late 80s based on, you know, what was happening with our commercial fisheries. And there was, uh, you know, kind of at that time, our fisheries was at its peak. And we knew that there was no more fish naturally produced in the ocean. So aquaculture was going to be a response to this. So, so I think it's it's a fascinating discussion because it's it's a change that I think society struggles with. You know, hundreds of years ago we moved from hunting and gathering to farming, um, and today it's become mainstream. And you know, you drive through Saskatchewan and it, it is manscaped or or personscaped. Do I need to say today? Um, and and it's beautiful agriculture, and we just accept it. And, and I think people still today are struggling to comprehend and, and to understand that, that, you know, fisheries, wild fisheries, it still has a place, but aquaculture is going to supplement future demand. And, uh, you know, whether you're talking land-based systems or whether you're talking ocean-based systems or lake-based systems, there's there's a real struggle for people to to kind of move and change. So... I think this podcast can help explain why we're here today and where we may be in the future. I think there's many, many fascinating topics, specifically about salmon farming, but then obviously um, tie into so many other things, like you mentioned, food production and food security, um, uh, greenhouse gas emissions with food production and, and logistics, 
Um, and with uh, the American governments and the Canadian governments talking about blue food production, you know, fisheries and aquaculture, we uh, we really, you know, will be looking at this podcast, and, and our you know future generations may find this podcast, and and we will be probably the pioneers in this, even though it's been going on for decades. We're still at the early stages, and I think this podcast will help communicate. Uh, uh, to people that know about aquaculture but want to learn more. Um, and it's uh, it's an exciting time. I've been covering the aquaculture industry for the last five years or so. I've been a business journalist for, you know, over 15 years. And I've really found it fascinating talking to the people in the industry, writing my stories. It, it's really uh, an interesting subject you know, the people are very passionate about this industry. And I love bringing those that passion into the stories, you know, the stories that I write. Uh, As you said, you know, there's a lot of um, stories that need to be told um, about aquaculture. You know, the industry, I, you know, I'm still learning as I, as I write stories, that's, you know, I, I learned a little bit more, but I think getting the stories out into the mainstream will really boost the industry in terms of its role really in um, global food security and sustainable food production. Maybe now is a good time to uh, explain our title, our, our kind of double meaning. So True. it's salmon farming inside and out. You and I are an example of that. You are a journalist kind of with an outside look. Um, and uh, I have been involved in the industry now for this is my 30th year with with Moe actually and its predecessing companies. But I'm a graduate of aquaculture, started salmon farming, scuba diving, worked with the Kitasu Heihei First Nations for a decade, setting up their aquaculture program, which is still a, a going concern today, which I'm very proud of. And then I got my degree in communications because I was fascinated with the public relations and communications side of it. Um, and the idea about this podcast was to look at it from the inside and out. Your, you have that external kind of look. I have the internal look. And I hope the guests that we bring onto this program as well may be, you know, internal to the business and, and may have an external point of view as well that we can uh, bounce off. So uh, really trying to bring all perspectives perspectives into the conversation, which is often missing in the media headlines and the media stories. It's all very filtered you know, through the lens of whatever media or journalist there may be. And and it's exciting to have a podcast where we can have a free flowing conversation with all different kinds of perspectives and and welcome those different perspectives, which is probably refreshing as well. One of the things we talked about as we were planning this podcast is having, doing the best that we can to have both sides or all sides of the conversation. So, so of of, uh, different of the topical issues that we're talking about, any subjects that we're talking about, um, you know, trying to bring in all the perspectives, all sides so that people can make an informed decision or, you know, informed opinion of of things that we're talking about. So why don't you uh, give some insights on topics that we're going to be talking about in our future episodes? Yeah, we would love to. And and now would be a good time to say, too, it, it's all in development. We're looking to, you know, do an episode at least monthly over the next year. And we'd certainly like feedback from our listeners on what they would like to hear, who they may like to hear from. So please, uh, hopefully, uh, Marilyn, we can give them uh, some contact information of where they can um, offer some ideas and uh, about the content that we're bringing them. So we welcome that. Uh, first off, uh, I think it's important that we start off talking about the roots of aquaculture in, in North America, specifically Canada, but hap- happy to, to bring in the United States as well. You know, there's the East Coast, there's the West Coast. 
um, and there's activity going on in between as well. So we want to bring on some pioneers, which means that they will be of the older generation, I would imagine, based on that. Um, but they're really and wiser. older and wiser generation. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, and and we want to bring in the East Coast and, and West Coast perspectives because you know it's uh, it's five five six thousand kilometers apart, so there's a lot of differences between the two coasts. So we'll be interested to hear about the history of uh, of you know why aquaculture and why salmon aquaculture and and which leads us to where we are today. So I think that's important to start with in the podcast. Um, hopefully we can kind of work through it chronologically. And then there's, you know, many other ideas that we've been bouncing around. One is, you know, fish health and approaches to fish right. health. It would be good to hear from uh, a veterinarian or, or other qualified people. Again, we, we often hear from people uh, that have opinions on fish health uh, specific to salmon aquaculture that may have no professional qualifications uh, in, in fish health. So we'll certainly bring on people that have the professional designations and can speak to uh, um, uh, fish health and aquaculture. And, you know, let me just say as, as a farmer, uh, no one is more dedicated to keeping their fish alive and healthy and, and in good welfare than the farmer, uh, him or herself. So um, what other ideas have we been talking about, Marilyn? You know, another thing is to bring in people from outside the industry, providing the expertise as it applies to the aquaculture industry. So one of the th topics we've talked about is feeding Generation Z. You know, talk about, you know, how this generation really view views things and how they consume products, how they consume their food. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, also, one topic that really interests me, um, as I was former editor of RAS Tech Magazine, which is Annex Business Media's um, RAS Magazine, which are Recirculating Aquaculture Systems, there's been a number of um, innovations in this industry um, that deserve some attention in the in the spotlight. So, because you know, we're, we're, this industry is constantly evolving and constantly finding ways to improve their processes and operations and how they grow the fish. Um, so that would be, um, you know, really interesting to hear about some, some of the technologies, technology companies and how they, uh, they can apply their uh, innovation in, in this industry. Yeah, I think that would be a, a fascinating topic for, for many to hear from. You know, it's interesting whenever we have done, uh, and I've done hundreds of, of salmon farm tours in the past, and, and the kind of shock and awe of people uh, realizing how technology uh, is so important to, to the business and how it's advanced. And I can tell you from when I started feeding fish 30 years ago to, you know, I see the farmers feeding fish today, it is so different with the use of cameras and underwater right. systems and technology. And um, boy, it was much easier with my feed scoop in a bucket, I, I must say, but um, probably not as efficient as it is today. So we'll be interested to get into that. We definitely want to talk about careers too. I mean, there are, you know, 80 plus different types of jobs that, you know, you can find on a salmon farm or in the supporting value chain. So hopefully we can bring on someone either inside or, or outside of the business to talk about what opportunities and how do you get into it and what may be there for career advancement once you have your foot in the door. Um, you know, 
my example is uh, is being a scuba diver and fish feeder in, in 1992. And, and today I'm the director of communications right. for the world's largest salmon farming company. So if I can do it, um, anybody can uh, can advance as well. Definitely, um, yeah. Yeah. Now we, we talked about a bit about the technology and, you know, there's no hiding from the fact that there's been a bit of a public debate specifically in British Columbia around whether fish should be grown in the ocean or whether they should be grown on land. Um, and there's much discussion there uh, about the benefits of ocean-based rearing and, and land-based. And, you know, obviously we, we do both in the business now. Every salmon farmer grows their fish on land for a year and at sea for another year or two. So we'll bring someone in that, that maybe is, is doing a bit of both or, or is land-based as well. And we can speak to the benefits and the challenges. Um, there was actually a new report. It's very topical because there's a new report from the BC government about uh, recirculating aquaculture systems or land-based systems and, and the challenges to make it a viable business. So that'll be mm -hmm. an interesting topic for sure. You know, it, it would be interesting to really get people talking about that because we're recording this podcast, you know, a few days after the, um, the government decided to um, not renew some of the licenses. So I'm sure, you know, you've been busy the past few days, uh, you know, dealing with uh, with that. So, yeah, that that would be uh, something that uh, would really be interesting to talk about. And, you know, you can't talk about that, you know, bringing the land ba land based aquaculture versus sea based without talking about climate change. And, you know, it's all it's, it's a very interesting subject and very controversial based really. So really looking forward to getting more into that topic. Yeah, no, it's it's a good point. And, and you know, yes, you alluded to the politics of salmon farming. And I think that can be an exciting episode for people. And I think we can bring one or two people on that, that have experience in just, you know, what, what are the politics and what have been the politics surrounding salmon farming. And as you said, a, a new decision, a recent decision in BC that that did not renew or, or issue salmon farming licenses. Very concerning. Uh, not just to salmon farmers, but to food producers in Canada. Um, so that's that can be a, a very exciting topic to uh, to cover. Um, there's also, uh, and and I mentioned my experience working with the Kitasu Hehe First Nation. There's a strong First Nation involvement in aquaculture that that is not just salmon farming specific, but actually goes back, you know, for centuries. Um, aquaculture is, is important on both coasts. So we'll look to explore that with some First Nation peoples that that are involved either in the supply chain or salmon farming specifically. So uh, we'll, we'll give that its attention that, that it deserves. And I think also important to bring into discussion, as you said at the beginning, is some of the criticisms, some of the right. you know people that have, have challenged for whatever reason. Uh, you know, um, there have been critics of, of salmon farming, and I have uh, worked in Scotland, I've worked in Norway, and often people look at BC and and with confusion and say, what is happening there? You know, in, in on the west coast of Canada. Um, why is the discussion so polarized? Why can't we seem to work, you know, toward the future? Why is it land-based or sea-based? Why can we, you know, not have a, a conversation about both? So I think, Marilyn, that we should invite a, a critical group or a critical person um, that has been vocal about our business onto the show where we can have a very open and, and frank discussion 
which I think would probably be a first because all of the programs I've been involved in are, again, edited or filtered through the media, through the journalist, and it really doesn't allow for a free-flowing conversation. So I know that uh, that we, salmon farmers, have been very brave in stepping into you know critical productions, uh, whether it's podcasts or TV shows, and I think we'll return the favor and, and invite someone to come on to our show and have a discussion, uncensored, free-flowing, um, and we'll let the viewers know perhaps who we've invited and and who has taken us up on the on the invite. That should be uh, interesting. Again, asking our listeners to offer some material and content for for the future. So it would be interesting to uh, hear from them. Absolutely, I 100% agree. Um, you know, bringing in all perspectives will really make the conversation a lot more interesting and not only that and just more informative, right? And that's the whole point of this podcast is just bring the information out there and, you know, um, talking about uh, everything that has that's going on in, in the aquaculture industry or salmon farming uh, in, in, in particular. You know, we've laid out maybe a year's full, a year's worth of, of podcast episodes, but we're certainly open to other suggestions, right? So, um, and we'd, we'd, we'd want to hear from our listeners about some of the topics that they want us to talk about, um, some of the people that they want us to invite. So um, please, you know, send us your comments or suggestions. You can tweet us on at aquaculture underscore NA. Um, we're also, uh, you can also connect with us on LinkedIn, Aquaculture North America's LinkedIn page and Facebook page. So we'll, we'll definitely, we'll put it on the description, uh, how to contact us. So, uh, you know, definitely we'll, we, we want to hear from you. And, and I think, you know, although we're being North America specific for obvious reasons, uh, you know, we would be interested too in engaging with a bit of a global audience. There's obviously salmon farming in, in several regions outside of, of North America, um, and if we want to explore a bit more globally, I, I think we can consider that as well. So I'm excited. When do we get started? This is our first episode. So uh, this is going to be a monthly episode. So uh, watch, you know, watch for promos uh, on Aquaculture North America. Sign up for their e-newsletter. So you'll have some important insights on uh, some of the topics that are upcoming. Uh, yeah. So really excited to get into this and delve deeper into these topics. Ian. Very good. I look forward to the journey as well. Thank you. See you again next time. You've been listening to Salmon Farming Inside and Out, brought to you by Aquaculture North America. If you have a comment on today's episode or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, connect with Aquaculture North America on Twitter or through our LinkedIn and Facebook pages. This podcast is sponsored by Merck Animal Health. Together, we can ensure welfare and sustainability for aquatic species. <music>